0: So, uh, 8.14 now. Upon rolling out the cabinet-approved five-year plan for balanced national development, Finance Minister Hong Nam-Gi stressed the fundamental aim is not an economic boost, but rather balanced regional development, as we just mentioned. But, I mean, the government skipping feasibility studies for 23 projects within the plan is breeding concerns, and there is criticism. Most of them are old-fashioned, large-scale construction schemes which will simply devour tax money without any benefit. All in the name of this balanced regional development that we keep hearing about. Professor Park Sang-in from the Graduate School of Public Administration at Seoul National University joins us on the line for further discussion. Good morning to you. Thank you for joining us.
1: Hi, good morning.
0: So the government's unveiled this five-year plan for balanced national development. What, what is that exactly?
1: Um, if I simplify it, uh, it is a huge uh, stimulus package in the name of uh, balanced national development.
0: But while most Koreans could definitely agree on the idea that the country needs to improve on regional inequality, they, they may consider the government's decision to skip preliminary feasibility studies as rather questionable. So much money involved. We've had safety issues in the past, uh, corruption scandals in the past. Can, can you explain what a preliminary feasibility study is, though, and what it sets out to achieve, What's its purpose is? Yeah,
1: um, the pre- preliminary feasibility test is an economic soundness test uh, for large-scale uh, government program which uh, typically require more than uh, 30, mi- uh, 30 billion Korean won uh, from the central government budget.
0: Yeah, I mean, introduced in 99, apparently to assess the effect of infrastructure projects costing over 50 billion won without wasting money, uh, especially when we make comparisons with the imian back administration, the so-called Four River Project, the construction of... That Formula One circuit in, in Yongham, South Jolla, um, both have been questioned as expensive failures. How valid is this exemption in that particular context?
1: Uh, you know, There is a uh, Korean law uh, which uh, specifies some exemption for the uh, feasibility study. Uh, one of them is uh, so-called uh, a balance to uh, national development. Another one is the urgency of the uh, public spending. Uh, in the case of four-level project, Yimba uh, administration uh, uh, take advantage of the clause of urgency for natural digester, etc. But in the case of the Bunjean uh, administration, they used the clause of the balanced national development for the exemption of the study. Uh, In that sense, uh, these two approaches are different because they use different uh, excuses for the exemption. However, fundamentally, uh, they are the same in the sense they use the the exemption clause uh, for the politically motivated uh, public spending.
0: Let me just read a, a quote from an editorial from the Korea Johang Daily on January 29th. And uh, referring to the two projects I mentioned before under the emian bag administration, it says the four rivers are ridiculed for turning into a green algae latte and nothing. And, and then it also adds the F1 racetracks are in ruins, by the way. But then it says the exemption is nothing less than pork barreling at the expense of taxes. The government can hardly avoid the suspicion that it is bent on getting votes in the election next year. And of course, parliamentary votes are very important. But while these criticisms may be politically motivated, do you think that uh, this is also an attempt at gaining votes?
1: I think so. You know, first of all, um, uh, if it is really for uh, balance the national development, it is a more, you know a long term goal of the uh, you know public spending and and the policy. Uh, then there is no reason for the government or administration to lose into the spending, uh, with the exemption of the feasibility study. So there is no reasonable, uh, you know, uh, explanation of for uh, the exemption as claimed by the moon administration. Um, uh, you know. Um, uh, National balanced, also, uh, let me uh, point out another thing. There is no uh, empirical or any theoretical uh, guarantee uh, for the spending uh, as planned by the five-year plan will increase balanced national uh, development or decrease the regional disparity. So there is no guarantee at all. Uh, There is no any, you know, thoughtful and uh, uh, comprehensive evaluation and the planning for the spending, for the national, uh, you know, balanced national development. So, without any ground or the you know, uh, persuasive explanation at all, the good of the into the big spending plan. So, this cannot be understood as a reasonable policy for the balanced national development. In, in the sense, I I think it is more politically motivated because, you know, next year we have the general election coming. Also, it could be a short-term stimulus package rather than long-term balanced national development plan. Because, you know, construction uh, uh, can create a job quickly and very effectively in the short run.
0: If we look more closely at the exemptions themselves... Of the 24 trillion won worth of exemption category, nearly 20 trillion won is allocated for new construction projects, and and that includes not just things like uh, fostering regional strategic industries through research and development, but also building roads, railroads, and a tram system. Are, are we rather saturated already with transportation infrastructure?
1: Uh, I think so. I mean, there are reasonable needs for more transportation infrastructure, or, you know, railroad or, or highway, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, we have to consider the, you know, social benefit from the construction. At the same time, uh, social costs uh, of this construction. So that is basically economic soundness test. So, uh in many uh you know remote areas, uh still i mean there is uh you know people's you know uh, strong desire for building up this kind of infrastructure however uh it is not economically sound investment uh, in every sense so uh, uh if we can if we consider the big picture or the economic soundness of infrastructure spending i think i mean south korea has already very well equipped with the. Uh, transportation infrastructure.
0: What do you make of this claim that these are old-fashioned construction projects?
1: This is old-fashioned. You know, the government uh, depends on more physical uh, SOC investment for, you know, economic stimulus uh, for short-run. That is a really old-fashioned and uh, old-school approach. So the Bundyian administration, you know, argued that uh, they push for the uh, inclusive growth and innovation, etc., etc. But uh, this in specifics, uh, they end up with old-fashioned uh, Park Chung-y style you know, developmental uh, policy. I'm very disappointed.
0: There is the old saying, "Build it and they will come." Is there a sense here, though, that we've got to start somewhere? We've got to encourage this kind of construction if we're going to generate. Uh, demand in the future among people to to view various regions as optimal for doing business or living?
1: Yeah, you may say so, but the thing is, I mean, let's look at the empirical evidence. You know, we already built up a lot of the uh, public uh, transportation infrastructure all over the country, so we can evaluate the economic, you know, uh, impact of this construction and the cost, social cost, so then uh, the government had to come up with the, some figures to persuade this is the way to go for balanced national development. They haven't done anything at all. Uh, in my opinion, if they look into that evidence, I mean, they will, uh, they end up with contradictory themselves.
0: Yeah, and that contradiction, is it demonstrated by the fear that, that local governments will be the ones left with the financial burden?
1: Yeah, if the you know the construction project uh, does not uh, generate a lot of the, uh, the revenues and the benefit, the burden of the operational cost uh, will be on the local government or the you know state-owned companies like Dorogongsa, uh, which is the state-owned company for the highway construction and uh, management.
0: What's your take on people's solidarity for participatory? democracy. This NGO argues the government should strengthen the social safety net and welfare system if it's going to go down the route of raising tax funds. What's your take on that?
1: Yeah, the, uh, I, I totally agree with uh, uh, people's solidarity, participatory democracy because, I mean, that is the uh, way for the uh, mono-administration to go if they really believe that their basic goal is the inclusive growth and the uh, Innovative economy, rather than the you know infrastructure, physical you know developmental strategy and the regime. So it is time to invest in uh, human human capital and to build up the safety net uh, to for the mobility or safety of the accumulation of human capital, rather than the physical uh, capital accumulation. Uh, you know, this kind of huge spending plan.
0: Professor Park, thank you very much. Thank you. Professor Park Sang-in from Seoul National University, raising concerns that actually the government is running counter to the purpose of these preliminary feasibility studies. And we'll continue next with Traffic and Weather.